0: We yeah.
1: terrible.
0: Welcome to the Poltercast. Um, special edition. Special film club edition. Number um, one, hopefully. Number one. Mm. Um, I had a really good time today. Yeah. I almost sort of forgot we had to talk about it afterwards. Uh, this is our film club. We talked about it on the Twitter. By the way, I'm Hamish. Hi <laughs> Oh yeah, and I'm Tiffany. Uh, this is the Poltercast. Okay, so this is yeah. what I've dubbed... Season 2, <laughs> yes. as a way of um, giving an excuse for the yeah. fact that we've been away for a while, which is all my fault. I've been very busy doing a book about ghosts. Yeah. So that's a tenuous link.
1: It's a soft reboot.
0: It's a soft reboot. we got, hopefully, slightly better sound.
1: Uh, we haven't regenerated yet. No. no. No new actors, I'm afraid, I'm sorry.
0: No, you have to still deal with us. Um, way past our <laughs> prime of... <laughs> First ten minutes of episode one, um, and we are going to be talking about the film,
1: Poltergeist. Yes, as voted by you, um, we we're, we're kind of thankful that you didn't choose all of the panel activities because we would be here for a very long time. That's
0: our booby prize. Yeah. Um, I think we will do that one day,
1: but it has to be. It will be more of an event.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do a, a live Facebook watch along. Yeah or something. <laughs> we'll film us, just yeah. like they do in the paranormal. We'll <laughs> <The DVD laughs> see films, us, just like, eating our just... kind of
1: navy and cheese puffs and carrot sticks.
0: <laughs> but also just, like, staring at the screen frozen. And suddenly mm-hmm. go, like, mm. <laughs> Um But yes, we instead watched Poltergeist, the tube... <laughs> tube? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> tobe. I think it's Toby. It's Toby, but it's Spelled written, tobe. written Tobe.
1: So we'll call him Tobe.
0: Tobe Hooper... Or Hopper, I think it was Hooper. I'm really just besmirching oh. his legacy. Oh, I
1: don't know. Oh, I've...
0: Although I don't know anything about him, so um. really his legacy deserves besmirching. But um, and Steven Spielberg, yeah. Um,
1: he wrote it, didn't he? Yes,
0: the screenplay. A story. I think he was quite involved.
1: Yeah, well, he it, his name appeared a lot in the credits.
0: Yeah, sometimes people's names appear on things when actually they're not involved at yeah. all. Do you know about um? Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man. No. (laughs) (laughs) There's a movie called The Lawnmower Man. It's about virtual reality. It has Pierce Brosnan in it with an earring. Um, It's very bad. (laughs) But the studio had the rights to this terrible script and also the rights to Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man a short story with nothing connected to it.
1: So there are two separate stories about Lawnmower Man. Yes, and they merged them. I'm
0: convinced that in the uh, in the actual script they did have they just stuck a line about lawn mowing <laughs> in it, um, but yeah they just put his name and his title on this film with no relation to his story at all, and uh, he got annoyed <laughs> well, <that laughs> quite won, rightly. And um, although he gets annoyed at all this film. so people, yeah. they probably was like ah it's just Steven being yeah. It's like no, no no literally this has nothing to do. Anyway, I think. The other Steven, yeah. Spielberg, was, um... although well, there was a Steven in this film.
1: There was a Steven in this film.
0: Maybe he requested that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think he probably was a bit more involved in this film.
1: I think there's a secret George Lucas influence.
0: <laughs> <A> secret.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a secret in, like, air quotes.
0: Yeah, the, the, uh, kid's bedroom is... Pretty much looks like any toys shop right now. Um... It's just Star Wars everywhere. Like, the first time you see the kids' bedroom, they're waving a Star Wars bedsheet in front of the camera, yeah. and you get a big close-up of C-3PO. Yeah, and
1: there's, like, a Darth Vader, like, head in the background, and he's got a poster. Which and, just says and, Darth Vader. It <laughs> just says Darth Vader on it. And then he goes to bed with a Yoda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I could have phrased better. This film
0: has very good <laughs> same content. Yeah. Of looking at something happening, going same, mm. and there's a bit when the little girl has Luke Skywalker in her mouth. <laughs> I was just like that's me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars. There's a, a quite prominent Chewbacca face, yeah. which actually is quite creepy.
1: He, he adds to the horror.
0: Mm. I mean, we'll talk. Give, we'll give a brief synopsis soon. Uh, but one of my first impressions of the film. Because there's a lot of content nowadays, like It and Stranger Things, and stuff that's very nostalgic and set in the 80s. And I always groan a little bit, because whenever they set dress, stuff like that, they always just cover it in posters for movies, and yeah. try and go, like, it's the time, but no, this is from the yeah. era, and they have Star Wars and Alien posters, yeah. um, so I take everything back.
1: Yeah, and they've got, like, a Snoopy, like, yeah, the a toy thing. Yeah,
0: there's a product stuff. Yeah, I guess kind of... it's
1: just realistic, because you do have a lot of brand stuff around. Yeah. It's like, you remember, like, the, your beloved franchises.
0: Yeah, but it's just kind of a Spielbergy thing. Have you seen Indian in the Cupboard?
1: In Indian in the Cupboard? Yes. No.
0: <laughs> it's a real film. <laughs> I, uh, I was shown it last year. This year. It was one of those films which I only knew from being advertised at the front of a video. But I can't, but I've never seen it. And it's just... It's a, it's very odd. It made me really um, it's like, the other film in which um Steve Coogan plays a small, plastic person. <laughs> uh, he plays a World War One soldier, um, and it's it's quite gay. <laughs> the there's a it's about there's it a
1: lot going on in this here already.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I I don't know why I'm talking about this really, but basically, it it's about a it's kind of haunted. There's a person, a boy. And the only thing he ever wants for his birthday is an antique wooden cabinet. <laughs> and his oh. mom gets him here and he puts this little Native American toy inside it. And then when he opens it, he's alive. And it's very <laughs> educational and it's it's all about stuff. But then he also has a cowboy one oh and my. they become enemies, but then they like bond and basically become brothers. Oh.
1: Anyway, I'm mentioning it because
0: I think Spielberg was involved because there's a bit when he like puts all of his toys in the cupboard and they all come alive and there's a scene of like Darth Vader fighting the T-Rex from Jurassic Park and there's like a mutant Ninja Turtle and it's all very Ready Player One, yeah, which is also Spielberg. Spielberg likes
1: he, he likes his mashups.
0: He likes his mashups. Anyway, Poltergeist. <laughs> 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 that was my <laughs> tangent.
1: Um. Yeah. So. But should we discuss what we thought
0: first? Yeah. Um, well, we could give us a brief overview, but I don't want to spoil too much.
1: Yeah, from this film from 1982.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason I don't want to spoil it because I think it's quite good.
1: Yeah. Not that
0: there's much to spoil.
1: No, I mean, it's like... But actually, no, it's, like, you think it's your standard ghost story thing. And mm. in a way, it kind of is. Like We've got used to the format of a family in a house in suburbia or haunted or whatever yeah. and then they have problems and then they bring someone in to help and then it goes away. Yeah, they bring us in. <laughs>
0: to help. am just going to laugh at their problems. Yeah.
1: And then it all, it all ends either, like, happily or you think it's happy and then there's some, like, twist as the credits are about to roll. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was kind of, like, there was a lot that was quite different, I felt, in, in the approach to this kind of basic model of hauntings.
0: Yeah, I felt that... One of the big differences was just the general tone. Yeah. And they did a really good job of making the family really likeable, because they were kind of weird.
1: Yeah, they, they had a very, like, at least at the beginning, it was a very kind of quite chill response.
0: Yeah, they thought it was quite, like, they thought it was quite funny.
1: Yeah, like, the, there's that bit where, like, the, first, the, ki- the girl was watching the telly in the kitchen, and then mum comes in and the chairs all like stacked up on each other mm. when she moved and then when the husband comes home she's been having fun like picking this like chair in the kitchen and watching it always slide across then she even like lets her daughter go, <laughs> she puts like her little like six-year-old daughter in the same spot with like a crash helmet on and accepts her be slid across the room by mm. miserable forces and like and asks says to the husband oh why don't you have a go
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i thought that yeah i just i thought that was really fun and different yeah and one of the things I liked is that I was really expecting for when the husband comes home and she's like, "Oh, come in and yeah. watch this happen and then it doesn't happen and then he yeah. doesn't believe it. And he's
1: like, you're going, you're going mad. I just thought I mean? it would go
0: through those same like yeah. cycles you see a lot of films go through. Yeah, but... But like the wife
1: being crazy. Yeah,
0: but I like that everyone believed it. Everyone saw it. They did a really funny thing of just... The, the poltergeist activity doesn't really stop. Yeah. Like, they're just having a conversation and... A, like a piano just kind of rolls yeah. around or or
1: well, the kettle went across yeah, the table and it's
0: used a lot for comedic effect um, it was really funny like in general it was just a funny film and yeah. not, you weren't laughing at it, you are laughing with it yeah it, Um, but all the comedy I felt felt quite natural yeah it wasn't like
1: a lot of horror films you watch and you're laughing at them because they're stupid but they're totally taking themselves seriously
0: have you seen Insidious? Yeah, I have yeah because I feel like Insidious is someone watched Poltergeist thought, oh, I'd love her so much more if it didn't have any humour or charm. Yeah. And <laughs> I know a lot of people like Insidious. I don't think it's bad, but... I, I- liked
1: it, like... I think from Insidious is I thought it was... I was really into it up until a point in the plot towards the end, which I'm sure you know which I means, yes. And then it just, like, it completely... The tone shifts... In, and it just all seemed ridiculous But because it wasn't set up that way From the beginning it doesn't
0: mm.
1: You just think this is stupid I think if it had kind of If it had been consistent with that tone from the beginning It would have been alright
0: Yeah but like it it just It felt very similar to Pulse Guys Because you've got the family, the main guy Looks kind of similar You have the, the child as the focus yeah. of this thing And then the paranormal experts Come in and there's kind of two kooky male yeah. Sidekicks who have fun <laughs> Um, and also, instead of, as well as saying, getting rid of some of the humour, it felt a little bit like someone watched this and said, oh, it would have been so cool if you saw what happened when yeah, she went, went, through, went through, the, uh, mm, through, the, through the thing.
1: When she went into the closet. She
0: went, <laughs> it's all a film about coming out of the closet. Yeah. And, uh,
1: it's actually an extended metaphor. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, uh, we read into this, mm. into all media this way. Um, but I don't know. I just, I like this. I like this a lot more.
1: They, they just kind of like, they were scared but they got on with it.
0: Yeah, and They and just also, like,
1: kept the door shut.
0: <laughs> it was just kind of fun to watch and a lot of horror films aren't. Mm. Um, and that's fine. You don't always want to have a, you know, some of them are meant to be harrowing slogs. Yeah. But, um, which is the sequel to Wuthering Heights. <laughs> 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 um, but, this one was just kind of fun, and it was sort of incidental that it was horror-themed, because I didn't think I was ever really scared.
1: No, it, like, it had, like, generally, like, <sighs> anyways,
0: yeah, but I wasn't... No suspense.
1: It didn't have, like, really annoying jump scares.
0: No, and in general, it, it just kind of showed you what was happening. Yeah, There was actually a bit I really liked when um, the mum and the first paranormal expert... Are uh, just kind of sharing a drink, and oh, yes. the, she just says, Oh, I'm just terrified. Yeah. And she says it so matter of fact, and like the performance is so well tuned. No one's kind of cowering, and I don't know, it just felt it wasn't like over a, the top. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it. mean, it gets quite over the top. Yeah, like, like
1: it gets over the top in what happens, but not in the way they necessarily deal with it mentally a bit.
0: I think right until the final shot, the main characters are all behaving like people would.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's where the humour comes from. It's not, they're not forcing jokes into it. It just feels like they, you kind of relate to them. And like the first time we see the parents really, they're like getting high and (laughs) reading Ronald Reagan books. (laughs) Which made me think like, oh, we're going to do a whole thing about this dad being all kind of proper and right wing and stuff mm. It's like no I think he's probably reading it for kicks yeah <laughs> um and just I just thought they are an interesting group of characters
1: yeah I think like because when we for a lot of the stories that we've already covered anyway I think we're often sort of not surprised but I noticed that people's responses aren't what we might think they would be in the situation yes. as in people don't tend to do very much when they actually have these like spectral experiences, hmm. and they they did that in Poltergeist. Like they didn't do very much at first, really.
0: No, necessarily, I mean until you... the
1: do- the daughter spoilers disappears.
0: Yeah, you don't. um When you read these stories, you don't kind of realize actually how hard it is to actually move. Yeah. <laughs> like, um when I watched Insidious earlier this year, and halfway, like, kind of twenty minutes in. They've had haunting experiences. And then they move. Mm. And you'd never seen what the dad does as a job yet. And the mum didn't have a job. And they had these massive houses and they just bought another one.
1: Mm.
0: And I was watching it with Lydia. And I said, like, how can they afford this? Is he the king?
1: I know. It's like, (laughs) they don't know how long it takes to, like, get through a house.
0: Yeah. So mm. I I appreciated that they they really tried to make it work and live with it mm. and when they get the paranormal experts in they do a really interesting thing where they're so used to it that they, yeah. they're they not even scared like things move around on the table and the mum's just like oh yeah it does that and then the I, the lights flicker and she yeah. says it does that twice and I'll do it twice yeah. more in a minute um,
1: yeah and the um, the guy tries taking a picture but because he wasn't quick enough he did it with the lens cap on mm. and the mum just is like, oh you'd have to be quicker than that around here
0: yeah, they they bring in the experts, but they've become a lot more experts. Yeah. There's a scene before they go into the. There's a scene where the one of the experts is saying how he filmed a toy train or car. Oh, um, he yeah, has a
1: matchbox car. Yeah, like
0: travel across a surface over seven hours very slowly, and you yeah. couldn't have seen it with the naked eye, but he captured it. Yeah. And the dad's like, oh, okay, and then it opens up and the it's door, like and stuff just, like flying, everything's around. flying around, and it's really funny. But like, it's it has a kind of unnerving quality to mm-hmm. it um I actually really like how the film started it didn't the first scene is kind of like
1: it's almost the most iconic one yeah of the small girl in front of the television with the white noise
0: yeah but they just started there and yeah. I thought that was interesting um rather than
1: a really slow build up
0: yeah it kind of set the scene and the tone and
1: that was good hmm Something that not necessarily bugged me, but it's called poltergeist, and in the film they make an effort to distinguish between poltergeist and a haunting, and by their own definition, that is not a poltergeist.
0: No, I mean, explain.
1: Well, like as they say in the film, poltergeist centre around a person as opposed mm. to a place, but then in this in the film we clearly see it's the place because it's it was built on basically their dead bodies.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, even though, like, the girl is the one who's taken away, that it's not focused around her. No. It's just that she happened, they, she happened to be the, like, the, the target, but...
0: Uh, yeah, I know, like, po- people talk about post having a focus, um, but, I mean, they, they the post would have followed them no matter yeah, where they went. that's what I mean, like,
1: they would have... Followed them away, but instead, at the end, it all expanded across the street. Mm. That it left them alone once they'd gotten away from the area where all these corpses were.
0: Well, when our queen enters the fray, Mm. she does a lot of exposition, which is very watchable. We'll talk about her in a second. Mm. Well, I'll explain what I mean by our queen, Um, but she does sort of redefine it a bit, in a way. Did she? Not redefine it. I just think. The film's called Poltergeist. They mention Poltergeist at the start. Maybe it isn't really a Poltergeist yeah. by the end of the film. No, because she kind of says about how there's the beast. Yeah. So she said like it's spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> poltergeist.
1: Um, the house is revealed is built on um, it's a new newish estate, isn't it? Yeah. And basically, the real estate company um built on top of an old graveyard um or he, they came and moved it but they just moved the headstones, so all the dead bodies are still under there
0: mm. which is
1: causing all this paranormal activity but
0: but they said that those aren't necessarily malicious yeah um they're just, they're just a bit lost yeah
1: they're just trying to like get help going through the side and but, that's why they're attracted to the young daughter Carol
0: but there's also a yes something else left somewhat ambiguous. Um something I think about... basically the exact same techniques and special effects used in this film are used in Ghostbusters. <laughs> the yeah. Original, the original one. So they look quite similar, so I don't quite find any of it scary. Yeah. Um but I'm kinda of convinced you're not meant to. I still think no. the tone of this is meant to be exciting.
1: Yeah, it seems a lot it seems like in a way almost in the same words... Like, things like E.T. and stuff. Like, E.T. isn't meant like yeah. scary, even though it has, like, quite, hor- like, not horrible, but, you know, like, dangerous elements, I suppose mm. you would say, that it's like an adventure film, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Queen Zelda.
0: Well, that's the actress. Yeah. Um, the, the we cat- had to look up what her name was. For... St- can't, she doesn't really get announced.
1: No, she. they didn't ever... I don't think they call her by name in the actual film, because no. I did not catch it.
0: And there's a quite a few odd jump cuts in this film. Yeah. That made me think they were mistakes, because they just full-on, like, jumped somewhere else mid-sentence. Um, but one was definitely, even if it was a mistake, it was a very happy mistake. It cuts <laughs> to them walking around, and they brought in a new expert. And she is the queen of my life. Yeah,
1: she's like because the other ones were the the y experts, like para psychology. Yes. But I think they were still basically noobs, weren't they?
0: Yeah, and they had to bring out the big guns. Yeah, uh, he's
1: like a sort of medium of some
0: description. Yeah, she's more of a small. She's played by a little person. Yeah, by this person, I had to read up about. I wanted an origin story for a character and an origin story for the actress. Um, she's stunning she's um called zelda rivenstein rivenstein
1: um is the actress
0: a a actor and human rights activist um apparently i mean people listening to this probably know the poltergeist films inside and out but she does appear in the next two poltergeist films um and the tv series (laughs) (laughs) there's a tv series yep so clearly she is um Hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how subscriber, subscribe her. Um, but she's amazing.
1: Yeah, she's like... Uh, she plays a, a woman called Tangina
0: Barons. Wow. Because um, they essentially, they needed someone to come in and give a bit of exposition and yeah. info-dumping. And it's kind of the struggle in a lot of horror stuff because... Unless you have someone possessed or they hmm. find a book or something. Yeah, um, like old hard...
1: records or something like yeah, in the basement.
0: Yeah, it's quite hard to, like, reveal your whole big monster plot. Yeah. Um, but they chose someone who is so goddamn watchable. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she's really funny as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. She has some,
1: like, good lines.
0: Yeah, there's a great bit when... Um, we for spoiler charity. I do think it's still worth watching. Yeah. Even if...
1: Because we can't give the same delivery as yeah. Zelda Rubenstein,
0: <laughs> And we also can't give away, like, the special effects and the yeah. charming acting and whatever. There's a bit when there's, a, you know, a big portal. You know. Um... There's quite a few portals in the town. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Doctor... I don't even know if she's a Doctor.
1: Oh. Uh...
0: Zelda, our queen.
1: Oh, no. She... I don't think she's a doctor. She's just... The other lady, the one who looks like an older Barb is the doctor.
0: The older Barb, yes. She's, everyone's very characterful and memorable. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the mum is saying, I need to go in there, into the portal. And um,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes
0: like, you've never done this before. And the mum goes, neither of you. And, and she like, goes, okay. Okay, <laughs> and then let's go. <laughs> That's what I mean by people acting realistically. That's why It's just, it's really delightful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I definitely watch her in lots more. I'm very glad that, um, she exists. Yeah,
1: she's not your typical, like, spiritual advisor for these kind of things because normally it's like, you
0: know, like a priest or something. Yeah. Um, I just, I love a, I love a character choice. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of choices in this film. Like a lot of music choices and just, (laughs) there's the film opens with a, National anthem.
1: Yeah, it's like the the end of broadcast. Mm. What? By I assume that's what it is. Um,
0: Yeah,
1: thing American TV's would have after all the the TV shows had finished.
0: This is a montage of president stuff. Yeah, stuff. President (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Things presidents like. Yeah, (laughs) like the White House. Yeah, the president. It's of DC. It's weird. In a way, it feels like the film is from the future. It just feels like it's a film about the like early 80s. Mm. I, I can't quite believe it's... Because all the stuff about like housing development and stuff feels like a commentary yeah. that's so prescient that it's kind of surprising that it happened. It was of its time. I don't know. Maybe. Um...
1: Yeah, it seems like... It's, I felt a lot of it was very point, <laughs> mm. like it. i like, I think a lot of these films have you know these normally wealthy, rich white people in sort of suburban ne- uh, neighborhoods yeah. that are all quite pristine, yada yada yada. But um, and even though yeah, there there was a new new neighborhood, it also did feel very lived in. Yeah, I think like as we were saying, the was, set dressing was really good. Yeah,
0: he was part of um the phase one. Yeah, the first people that moved there um but it just felt it, it there's a lot of films where like in insidious <laughs> which i'm only using because I, I do think they're very similar um like there's no real commentary going on about why they can sort of just move to a new yeah. place whereas this it, it makes sense yeah there's an, there's an explanation why he lives there um and like it's quite critical of the housing development mm. stuff which it is feels a lot
1: like Milton Keynes, <laughs> which that's where i'm from like because i mean a lot of listeners probably don't know but my town was basically a new town built around the 70s so yeah. around when this would have started in in their fictional universe um of america which doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's was really but, bold choice, like, but like yeah, like sort of new developments over sort of smaller, older smaller, older ones,
0: like graveyards.
1: Yeah, and then um, from one of like from my childhood and of the surrounding areas and from old photographs, a lot of it is very similar to mm-hmm. like even the house looks a lot of like Monkeen's houses from that kind of period. Um, like the design choices of something like kind of is kind of like modern design wasn't it but it had some sort of old elements like the timbers and stuff on the outside yeah. um
0: it, i actually found that house quite appealing yeah it's a very interesting staircase yeah which just juts out into the middle of the road. Yeah,
1: it's just it was purely made for dramatic entrances
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's the kind of um staircase i wanted to descend in a in a flowing lace bathrobe <laughs> to find out that my husband's died under <laughs> mysterious circumstances um it's just it's it's one of those staircases yeah. you
1: know the ones listeners
0: um So poltergeist is also notorious.
1: Oh yeah, for its various for its curse. For its curse,
0: a lot of horror films um, have a little bit of urban myth about them, Um, and poltergeist is a big one. In fact, it's one of the few things. It's one of the things some people just know. Like Justin hadn't seen it, but he walked in and just like, didn't everyone die making this? eventually that becomes true of all films but um yeah so let's read out alternate facts Um, and i don't mean (laughs) (laughs) the trump kind i mean i'll read one out and then you read out another one Um, or you can go first uh
1: yeah so i think the thing is to some of the deaths were not on the first film they're from the sequels so i don't know if they they count
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh they, they they i mean they Anything counts if it's a curse.
1: <laughs> so basically, so um, one of them was Dominique Dunne, the actress who played the big sister. Yes. My well, thought, like she wasn't in it very much, but compared to the other act- actress, no. but I I think she did a good job. She was, yeah. like there being sassy eating, like celery sticks. Well, also,
0: yeah, she was really a appe- she was really like appealing <laughs> yeah. as a character in the first few things, but did she did sort of disappear? But also, she was the only one. To really be freaked out by it? Yeah. Like, the first thing something happened, she was full-on crying and screaming. Mm. Never everyone else, Like, even the little boy was yeah. there till quite lay on. Even the dog was fine. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah. Really it seemed mean, to affect her. Um,
1: anyway, she died on... This is from Snopes, by the way. I'm just reading this off my phone. Some <laughs> I'm a professional. She died on 4th November 1982 at Cedars-Sinai Medical Centre... In L.A., four days after her boyfriend choked her into a coma from which she never awoke. Weeks earlier, she had ended her abusive living relationship with Los Angeles chef John Sweeney. On the night of 30th October 1982, he dropped by their former shared residence to plead with her to take him back. The conversation did not go as he hoped, and the encounter ended with him strangling her, for it was later determined to be four to six minutes, then leaving her for dead in the driveway. He was convicted of voluntary manslaughter, Sentenced in November nineteen eighty three and released in nineteen eighty six, after only serving three years. That's horrible.
0: Mm. Um, well, I've here's a fact that's maybe um, <laughs> a bit a bit cheerier, but this is not cheery. Um, <laughs> it's a, it says the whole ordeal began with skeletons. Uh, one of the most famous scenes. Features Jo Beth Williams' character, Jo Beth's great name, Diane, falling into the family's pool and it's full of skeletons. What you might not know is that those skeletons are actually real.
1: (laughs) I thought they did look quite convincing.
0: Yeah, because they were kind of rubbery. Yeah. Anyway, um, and the actors didn't know this. Uh, Williams said, in my innocence and naivety, I assumed these were not real skeletons. I assume that they were prop skeletons made out of plastic or rubber. I found out as did the crew, that they were using real skeletons because it's far too expensive to make fake skeletons out of rubber. <laughs> Spielberg, you're cheap. <laughs> I keep blaming uh, Spielberg. It was probably Tobe. Yes. <laughs> choice. I
1: don't know, because Tobe is director, but he wasn't
0: who, He wasn't who the skeleton t- provider.
1: No. Who, who would be in charge of providing the skeletons? Producer.
0: <laughs> no, not I want that job. I'm in charge of writing the skeletons. And these are, you're sure these are fake?
1: It would be a skeleton crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <sighs> I hope all the skeletons of who they belong to are, like, listed in the credits. In the credits. Skeleton.
1: skeleton one, skeleton
0: two. Yeah. But that's just in the pool scene. I guess the um, other ones are. Yeah, on. There's a great skeleton with beautiful hair in one stage. Oh, yeah. She kind of... Bursts out of a coffin. Mm. and There's a wind machine in her silver <laughs> like
1: locks. Of
0: yeah, she woke up like that. Um, <laughs> do you have another f- freaky fact?
1: Um, that's not really freaky, as much as depressing. Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, Heather O'Rourke, the child actress, who played Caroline, who's the, I yeah, guess she's sort of the star in a way of the whole.
0: We quote her every episode, yeah. more or less.
1: Yeah. She's um, the here yeah. girl. She, uh, and then when asked, she says, the TV people, <laughs> they're coming for your licence. <laughs> um, but she uh, passed away when she was 12 um, in 1988, dying of septic shock. Uh, it would have been thought to be a bout of ordinary flu, launched her into cardiac arrest, During the drive to the local hospital as bacterial toxins set loose by a bowel obstru- obstruction made their way into her bloodstream. Her heart was successfully restarted and she was flown by helicopter to the much larger children's hospital where she underwent operation to remove the obstruction. The toxins rampaging through her system proved too much, however, and she died on the operating table. The circumstances surrounding her passing rendered her death even more of a shock than it otherwise would have been, as she went overnight from a little girl who had the flu to a dead little girl who had expired during a desperate operation to save her life. It's hard enough to accept... That a child can die of an illness, let alone a healthy-looking youngster, no one knew anything he was wrong with. Um, oh, the year before her death, she'd been diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I'm not laughing at uh, being funny. I'm laughing because I have <laughs> that as well. <laughs> oh, it's nice. Well, I made it past twelve, yeah, so I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, oh, apparently they hadn't released podcasts. Poltergeist Three, the (laughs) time of her death, leading to rumors that she had expired during shooting and a double was used to complete the picture in her place, but that is untrue. Also, she was the voice of Ducky in Land Before Time.
0: That's how we knew her best. We kept saying yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I always knew that. I always knew about the Ducky girl. I didn't know it was actually her until we were watching it. there's other curse things to do with the rest of the franchise. There's, um, uh, two more cast members died a couple of years of the sequel. Julian Beck, who plays Kane in Poltergeist 2. Um, but she died of cancer at 60. So this is when I start thinking the curse is yeah. just kind of quite loose. Um, but something I read which is kind of interesting, um, Concerned about the use of real skeletons on the set of the first film, Um, Native American actor and of the second film, uh, Will Sampson, performed an exorcism on the set of the second film. Um, According to him, he went to the set late at night by himself to do it, and the next day the cast supposedly felt very relieved. I have a good one. Go on. Give it to me.
1: Right. Oliver Robbins paid the um, the little brother
0: mm-hmm.
1: was attacked. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> oh, 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 I've got an by a ghost? No. By the mechanical clown.
0: Oh my god. Yeah,
1: in a scene in which he was meant to be struggling with the creepy clown, it malfunctioned and choked him because the scene was meant to show a struggle. Many members of the cast allegedly thought his reaction was acting until it was, and it wasn't until he turned blue that they intervened. I knew that clown was trouble. The first time we saw it, I was like, don't trust that clown. In
0: 2009, um, Lou Perryman, who plays the small role of Pugsley?
1: Oh, was he that, um, the, the, the builder who was eating
0: her snacks? I don't know. the window. Maybe. Um, uh, In 2009, he was 67 years old. Um, when a recently re- released ex-convict killed him at home with an axe.
1: That's horrible.
0: Every it's fact I go, no curse. Cursed. No <laughs> curse. That's horrific. Um, Richard Lawson? It doesn't say who he played. But it, I feel like it because it doesn't say who he played, I think he might be the main character. The dad. He's not the main character. That's sexist to me. Um, <laughs> but he... Um, uh, in March ni- in nineteen ninety two, he was in a flight that crashed, which killed a total of twenty seven people out of the fifty one on board, and he survived. Um, but that's it. Says that's when he started to believe the curse. Mm.
1: When he he when it affected him, <laughs> it affected everyone else around him.
0: <laughs> um, but that's horrific. Um, and there's not many people in this film. Like if no. we were talking about. Ben Hur. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, isn't that extra? <laughs> he not in that film. <laughs> yeah. Um... Even I'm in that film. Yeah. He, he not um... I've
1: got one about the uh, the writer of the novelisation.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. You know, this is a
1: deep cut. <laughs> James Kahn wrote the novelisation, so he wasn't involved with the film production. However, after he wrote the right the line "lightning street to the sky," which probably happened a lot, given yes. how much it's in the film. <laughs> yeah. A freak lightning bolt struck his building. While it might be just a very strange coincidence, the strike reportedly caused the facing of his air conditioner to shoot off and hit him in the back. If that wasn't enough, Khan also said that his lights went out and that video games in his house turned on and started playing.
0: I mean, that's my excuse for when I'm writing at home and then Justin comes home and finds me playing video (laughs) games. like. Well, you'll never guess what—it was the curse. <laughs> I was
1: writing <laughs> about lightning again,
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just turned on by itself. Do you think that's the same with like? I'm not a model. The camera just turned <laughs> on by itself. Um, that seems a little bit like, uh, ooh, if I can get involved in the curse, people might buy the novelization. Hmm. Um, no, you got any more. Um, uh, oh. Uh, Will Sampson that guy who was in the sequel and performed The Exorcism um, died of malnutrition what, and post-operative kidney failure at 53 oh my god um, while their deaths may not seem unusual some fans still believe they're connected to the curse because of course they do what's the point of the curse if you don't tie everything mm. even tenuously linked to it But I think the fact that we've talked about the curse for 10 minutes is probably (laughs) a sign that something's up. I've got one more. Oh, go on, please.
1: Um, Dusty and Jamie Lynn, not Spears, Spears, two fans of the Poltergeist franchise, purchased a doll used by Heather O'Rourke. Once they received the doll, they experienced a series of troubling events, including multiple family members experiencing traumatic accidents, financial woes and marital trouble. Family cleansed their home, during which time Dusty felt as though something was trying to stop him. He became dizzy and nearly fell and injured himself. So the family kept the doll, that they store it in a blessed glass case to prevent it from doing more harm.
0: Wow! So, she, which haunted... is now in Planet Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> a glass case which they can charge for you mm. to look at.
1: So, you know Heather Rourke, she comes, her the haunted, haunted mm. but she's now the haunter.
0: <gasps> okay. I think that's enough. I think that's enough for the yeah. curse. Um, before we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted, I, well, when we did the film club, I was expecting us to talk about what would you do in the situation of the characters, but in this one instance, I was surprised how
1: yeah how, like, relatable people were. It's like, oh, I wouldn't really, I don't know what else I'd do. Like.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be in that situation because I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. How to avoid a haunting, don't have little creepy children.
1: I, one thing I would have definitely have done is I would have closed the curtains.
0: Yes. It's really annoyed me. That is, there was never a any kind of line to explain that yeah it's just... kid is terrified of the tree outside of his bedroom so he leaves the windows wide open yeah to, well the curtains wide open so that he can just stare into it
1: yeah also like while well, they're having frequent thunderstorms so it's like really bright as well like, yeah it's not conducive to sleeping
0: um so <laughs> <laughs> what would we do in their situation close the curtains yeah
1: I think that's good advice in general
0: yeah always close your curtains at night Especially if they have a tendency to reopen without you knowing.
1: Yeah, I mean, the tree managed to close the curtains. Yeah. After it stole the boy.
0: It did. It actually pulled down the blinds. Mm. It was very considerate, because it might have been a draft. Um, don't don't leave your pool uncovered. It wasn't even a pool. It's it a, was a
1: pool in progress. It's a
0: pit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pre-pool. Yeah. Um, pre-pools, drag race. <laughs> 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 um sorry, of the curse. Of the um, poltergeist. Um, I'm... do you wanna see the second one? I mean, the horror movie rule is that every sequel's worse.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I think I would 'cause I know that it's out there.
0: I'm intrigued to
1: I'm intrigued to see more about Tajina or Tangina or Orangina or yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't that interested, but when I found out that she was in it and that it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, like, let's do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's enough about the podcast. Yo, Pol- should we read
1: uh, one response?
0: Oh yeah, what we time asked time? very late um, <laughs> Sorry. for film. We also don't have many Twitter followers, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all 10,000 of them, mm-hmm. It's not it's not a lot by some people's Twitter standards. Um, but yeah, we did get one response. Are you looking for it?
1: Yeah, I'm just bringing it up on the Okay, this is from T. Dalek, also known as Bobby. He says, Poltergeist was my favourite movie when I was about six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's
0: kind of got kids in it.
1: I don't know why I had been allowed to watch it, but here we are. But I started watching... I watched repeatedly until my dad started saying Caroline was at the door and didn't and wanted to play. Then I was traumatized and didn't watch it again until I was twenty-three.
0: Hello, they're scared of Caroline.
1: I know. I'm saying like like <laughs> the, the takeaway is that the thing to be scared of is the small child and not like all the crazy things that come out of the portal. Or... To be honest,
0: our kids are fifteen, and that's hmm. kind of. I guess sometimes things that just have a general horror tone get a high yeah. sticker. There's like recreational drug use, <laughs> but I can't think of, I think she says the S word once. Yeah. Can't really think of where it has, I guess maybe in eighty standards, the scene yeah. that the, the he's looking in the mirror. and the... Yeah, that would have been
1: pretty horrific. For, but then like, when you think like Indiana Jones, when the yeah. face gets melted off. Into the co- arc of the Covenant, and everything.
0: I think that's horrible. Horribler. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great film to watch if you like horror or if you generally don't really like horror films because it's not got any big yeah. jump scares or anything kind of too gruesome.
1: Yeah, it's just got kind of like grossish, some sort of visceral bit but <laughs> It's not... a profitable bit. <laughs> <laughs> it has some really gross profiteroles. Just Recreational
0: running. stealing stuff from people's fridge yeah. content. And from people's stove. Yeah. This doesn't paint a very good picture for men. No. They just take what they want.
1: They're very 80s men,
0: and yeah. I will say. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a classic for a reason.
0: Yes. The reason we named our show after it. Kind and, of. Our and our catchphrase. My <laughs> catchphrase. Um... There's one thing I wanna say before we go. What's that? This house <laughs> is key. <clean. laughs> um, but until next time, uh, uh
1: Close <laughs> your
0: curtains. <laughs> close your curtains. Oh, until <laughs> until next time, uh send us your ghost stories. Uh yeah. <laughs> the at gmail.com or, or on at- Twitter at
1: Podcast. The poltercast. The
0: poltercast. There's going to have to be a pretty short ghost story on there, yeah. but they did increase their character thing, so maybe you could fit it in. Um, make a thread. Make a thread, yes.
1: Big fairy mouse there, so don't do that.
0: Although <laughs> ghost story Twitter threads are the hot thing yeah. right now. Um, I am Hamish Steele.
1: I am Tiffany Baxter. And. This has been the poltercast.
0: And. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Close your curtains. Close your curtains and rest in peace. <laughs> this house is clean. <laughs>